Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. What's up, Sam? How are you doing, man? I'm, I'm good, mate. I'm good as you can be. How are you? <laughs> I am doing fantastic. I've been looking forward to speaking with you, man. So you're on my side of the world, aren't you? You're over here in the States? Yeah, bro. I live in L.A. Oh, my gosh. I am so jealous. That's where I want to be. So I do the acting and stuff. And so I want to get out to L.A. And I've only been out there one time. So I'm. your weather is probably much better than where I'm at right now. Where, where are you? I'm in uh, Indiana, so the Midwest. Oh, Midwest, mate. You'd be getting punished over there. With some <laughs> mate, the weather here, I'm not going to lie, the weather here hasn't been the greatest just recently, but, mate, Cali's sick. I love it over here. It's good fun. and um, Mate, I've been here for four years almost now, so I'm, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon, man. I'm, I'm doing acting here in LA myself, so I love it. Man, that's why I connected with you right off the bat because I know you're in the entertainment side of things. I just have to say, last thing I have to say about the weather, didn't you guys just get snow in California, uh, didn't I just hear that? I, yeah, it's nuts. It was snowing in Hollywood Hills, I think. So, yeah, it's once in a century stuff, mate, but I, I was here to experience it. So, yeah, it's been cold, <laughs> it's real cold. But to be honest, I, I don't mind a bit of this weather because it does, it, it's perfect 95% of the year. And it's like, it's good to feel a bit cold and get, get into some jumpers and stuff. You know? <laughs> I was going to say it's in Australia, cold. you can't be used to the cold either. No, nah, no, nah, not at all, mate. I hate, I, don't, I like the cold though. I don't mind it. Yeah. Well, yeah. man, thank you so much for coming on and taking time out of your busy schedule to come on and oh. chat with us. Uh, my, my co-analyst Abraham's having a little trouble getting on. He might join on randomly at some point during this podcast here but uh, i was such a a fan of yours man i love the loyal way that you play your game and i know we're going to get into kind of some of that but let's just get the main question out of the way that i know you're probably answering over and over and over and over again so you were a part of one of the biggest blunders in idol blunders in survivor history the problem was not your problem you weren't a part of the issue you kind of had it played out play the idol for me we're gonna make this big move on george and it just didn't play out that way so i mean how were you feeling going into that final tribal did you feel like that might be the night you go home or did you feel confident that you guys had two idols going in you had simon backing you up that you'd be able to pull off this massive move yeah, mate, that was the move of the move of the game. It was going to be an amazing move. And I was actually fairly confident that it was going to play off. I, I was 
I was skipping and cheering going into tribal council going, yeah, this is going to be sick. I can't wait. Let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> and it's, um, tribal council is a tough place and anything can happen. And, you know, yeah, I, I felt like I did everything that I could have done. I'm not, yeah, I, I'm grateful that how, how I actually, I actually spoke. I'd be kicking myself if I didn't speak my heart and, and what I was feeling instinctually so i'm glad i did that unfortunately uh a rookie move was made and and i was sent packing man and look it's a game of survivor i'm 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 grateful to play the game twice i'm spewing that i that i left the game when i did because my tank was nowhere near empty um and that game would have only probably just got started for me if that nerd had played out uh, was it the way? Because we saw you looking over at Haley. So when she looks over at you, this is just how the edit painted it. When she looked over to you, could you tell by her eyes the vote was going your way? You know, I wasn't actually looking at Haley. I was oh. looking at, yeah. So George kept going on about how good he was as a poker player and he reads people professionally by their body language, but he doesn't understand that that's what I do for a living. And I saw when Nina played her idol. He was like this instant um, feeling of, oh, thank God she didn't play it for Sam or, or anyone else. I knew something was up. And I knew when they, somewhere along the line in the tribal, in tribal council, they mentioned six as opposed to seven, the number seven, because they had a seven, including Simon. But they said, I think Shawnee or someone said six on this KFC challenge. I started thinking, well, why are they leaving Simon out of the alliance? And then she made some comment later to seven to fix it up. I knew something was wrong, and I and I looked over when they, after Nina played her idol way too fast. I looked over and said something's not right. I knew Sean. I have one more chance here. I'm speaking up. Play your idol for me, man. This is going to be the game's biggest move. Let's play. Let's just get it done. <laughs> I mean, you called it right. I mean, they were definitely targeting you. How many packs of beers is it going to take oh. for you to totally forgive uh, Sean for his idol play? I don't, I don't know if I, nah, I, mate, the guy's a good guy. I mean, uh, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah nah, he's got, he'll be paying, he'll be buying me something for the rest of his life. It's not just one card. <laughs> I want something every week a, a gift pack, a care package, a chat, yeah, whatever it is, every week. Ba -ba 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 -boom. I mean, if he ends up winning the game, uh, that half a million needs to go, or at least half of that needs to go into buying you whatever you yeah. want, <laughs> or yeah, definitely. Sure, sure. So he, he, I'm, he cooked me. He cooked me. Oh, man. It was so tough to watch because I'm literally watching this and I'm screaming. I'm like, please play for Sam. Please play for Sam. So it was definitely tough to watch. Um, So I want to ask, start of the game. You guys were hero strong. You guys were dominating challenges. You only went to tribal a few times. And one of those times was because you guys chose to go to tribal by kind of throwing a challenge. Where do we think it all went wrong? Were you shocked that when you found out that both Haley and uh, Maddie had flipped to, I, I call it the dark side, the villain side. Were yeah. you shocked about that? I was shocked about Matt. I wasn't shocked about Haley. I knew Haley had an alter, like ulterior motive. I knew her and I had a feeling because she kept throwing George under the bus whenever we bring up his name at Villains 2.0 at Heroes. Mm -hmm. they, they played together, man. So I'm not stupid. Like, they would, <laughs> yeah. They, they they had a relationship before the game, and it's as simple as that. I mean, that I knew that I never trusted Haley. Haley was my number one vote from day one. I was going after Haley. Unfortunately, it never happened because Sean spoke up and he wanted to use her as a shield, and I wanted not to be the loudmouth leader. So I took a step back. And long story short, 
yeah, uh, it all came unraveling, mate, to be honest. I think it really started unraveling. Um, I mean, Jerry was long gone, man. When we sent him, he was long gone. He was yeah. off guys. I knew that. Um, I think it really unraveled. Where it went wrong was when we merged and Flick wanted to blindside Shawnee. I think that's where it really went wrong because it should have been Shawnee, Liz, Flick, myself, David, and Nina as a, mm. as a strong, strong alliance. That's how it was meant to play out. We just didn't have enough time to consider that reality. You know what I mean? Because it goes so fast. There's so many different conversations. A thousand things can happen, and it only takes one thing to happen wrong, and everything changes. Mm-hmm. No, that it's... It- that's interesting that you say that because that would have been a branch off of the Villains 2.0 alliance that you guys formed with Nina, yourself, David, and uh, Liz. Yes. Yeah, so you, the yeah. plan was to bring in Shawnee and Flick once you guys kind of merged back together? Yeah, I was always tight with Flick. That was never an issue there. Um, Shawnee hadn't really played the game, didn't talk to her too much, but I knew if I had Liz, and Liz and I were pretty tight, she would have vouched for me. And when I sent her back there or I tried to, when when we blindsided Haley, but Haley didn't go home, she had no no idea about that, by the way. Um, and neither did Sean. And I didn't think that made them happy when she ended up finding out. But when mm-hmm. Liz went back, I just said, just let your alliance know back there that we, you know, I took care of you. Please take care of me at Merge. Let's work together. And now- mate, it's, it is what it is. Here's here's a fun question for you because I know it was, it must have been tough to watch the episode play out and have to relive that moment of getting sent sent out wow. of the game, but you brought up in that when you were answering that question there you brought up you didn't want to be in the leadership position you didn't want people to see you as like the the sole leader of the the tribe you did kind of get put in a leadership position you guys won the yeah. bakery challenge and you had to read the scroll and it said okay Sam. You have to decide who gets to eat what, and you have all, from the giant chocolate cake that oh. you gave your friend David to uh, the slice of bread. Where I was like, "Is he going to give himself the slice of bread?" What was going through your mind in that moment? Because I know some people might watch and be like, "Okay, just you know, divvy it out." This is a big game time move for you because you're kind of it kind of signals where everybody lies within the tribe, and we saw that with Ben, who was kind of on the outset at the time, getting one of the the smaller items. Yeah, well, mate, Flick got a pretty small item too, but I knew that she'd handle it. So that was a strategic move. I mean, I had to take the bread. There was no questions asked. Um, my my downfall is probably I'm too nice, but I'd rather leave the game being the way I was as opposed to being someone that, who is not who I am kind of thing. But anyway, that's a whole different conversation for another day. And um, <laughs> that, 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 that was a tough choice those, that day, divvying out items to people. It was bad because... You damn if you do, you damn if you don't. And I got a few right and some of them wrong. And I took the the bread. So really, I was the worst. <laughs> worst. That, that's <laughs> how I kind of picture. You know, like you can't complain getting a little cupcake, Ben, because I got the piece of bread, man. I couldn't give you that. So you look so annoyed at the time when you took that bite of the bread. You look so annoyed, but you're like, you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is, mate. And that was yeah, it's hard. Like I wanted to come out not being a leader and yeah, I got stuck with that decision, unfortunately, but mate, it is, yeah, the game's fun. It's a good game. Well, you also had a moment in Tribal Council. You brought up Jerry. You you knew that he was long gone once you guys sent him away. Just by what we saw from the edit, you were vocal during that Tribal Council when Paige was saying, hey, I'll go over there and I'll be a spy for us. And you, I believe it was you who spoke up and said, 
look, we got to think this through. Whoever we send over may not come back. And so, you know, Jerry obviously took that as he is expendable, basically. So what was going on during that tribal? Was your mind the full time? Whoever is going over there is going to get eliminated. So that's why we just got to kind of cut someone loose here. Yeah, I think that that and also someone that you. A chance of them not coming back, but also a chance if they don't come back, you're not really going to be weaker in your own alliance. Sending Paige would have been a problem because. It would have been a red flag. They would have. They know. They knew that she was too tight with us. Why would we send a vic, like send her home? It wouldn't have made sense. And but looking back at it, it could have still worked too. I think anyone could have worked. But sending Jerry over there left him with a bit of a bit of taste in his mouth, and he was coming for us guys. And I get that. It's fine. That's the game of Survivor. And yeah, I was vocal through that one because I think. That was probably the best choice we could have made. And I think it's the one we did make. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it pretty much worked out. There was other stuff that kind of led to the downfall of the heroes tribe. This is always a fun question. If Abraham was here, he definitely would love to ask this, but we love the, the challenges of Australian survivor physical, super demanding challenges, which one stuck out to you while you were out there, which challenge was one that you would never want to do again. Good question. You know, I don't. It's like an adult theme park, man. I, 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 I do them all. I do them all again. I, Even the last breath, because that oh, one looks terrible. Sorry, sorry, that that one was yeah. That was anxiety-inducing, very much so. But I want to do it again because I didn't do too well. I lasted like thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and that because I was scared, and it and it actually brought on fear for me, like gulping my last breath. I want to push myself and challenge myself. So I want to do it again. But yeah, that one was probably the definitely actually that one was the, the worst challenge for sure. If you do it again, should we put our money that you're going to last longer? Do you think you have yeah, more yeah, in the yeah. tank? Hundred percent. Yeah, I'll last <laughs> longer. That's the survivor. It's a it's an OG challenge that one. So the survivor favorite challenge. So I mean, man, it's good to do it. And oh yeah, I knew looking at it, mate. Oh, this one was going to be a hard one. Oh, check that off your survivor bucket list alongside with finding an idle clue in a pizza box. I don't know if a lot of people have that on their bingo card. I mean, yeah, no. I mean you, how, how long were you searching out there? Cause we saw oh. you, David and uh, Sean all go out searching all over the place. So how long do you think you spent searching for that idol? And I was, that day, not so long, but over the course of the next four or five days intermittently, Whenever I got a chance, I, I was just like, "Where is it? There has to be a reason why I can't find it." And I was like, taking the piss of myself, going, "I this would be right." I wanted to find an idol, and I just got the clue, and I just can't find it. So I did my best. I couldn't find it. Sean gave up looking, so I knew something was maybe up, but I didn't. I didn't want to think he had it, but it was always a question mark there. I mean, it doesn't matter how you leave the game, whether it's in a blindside fashion or just a unanimous vote. Everyone's going to take something different away from their time out there. And what we all think is the greatest social game on the planet Earth. Um, So I we always love to ask this question. You've got to play the game twice now. Going back. uh, Remind me, was it season one, your first time playing? Season one, yeah. Season one. And now we're heroes versus villain, which is the 10th season, I believe. Yeah. Um, so what are you going to take away from your experience from Survivor as a whole? Yeah, I mean, the biggest experience I'll take away from it is Survivor is a social game. Like you said, it's the biggest, best social game around. And 
you can be good or bad at challenges. I, I, I don't think that really will determine if you win the game or not. I don't think it does, but it depends. You could you need you might need to win a challenge at a certain part to, to get to the final trouble. You know what I mean? So the biggest takeaway is um probably especially with the pressure cooker of tribal council nowadays, it changed a lot since I played. I think it's just listening more. I think listening is really key at tribal council and just watching for where the questions are going and why the questions are being asked to certain people, I think is a big part of it. Sam, before I ask you the last question that we always ask everyone, you're a podcaster yourself. You're yeah, a fellow yeah. podcaster. So I was a little nervous coming on here today because I'm like, oh, you're doing good, man. You're doing great. <laughs> I'm like, Sam's going to be judging me. So go ahead and tell us what your podcast is all about. I would love for people to check yeah. it out. Yeah, it's called It Ain't Week to Speak with Sam Webb. Uh, I basically just talk about, I talk with guests from all over the world and, and I'm lucky enough to have connected with some really well-known people who can share stories about hitting rock bottom in their life or mental health challenges or experiences in their life where they've had to show adversity and, and change and, and bounce back. And yeah, it's really just about sharing lived experiences as well as, you know, sharing tips and, and strategies to, to excel at life, business, sport, you know, mental health, physical health. It's, Really, to, to give people really good, simple tools to live a better life through sharing lived experiences with some, some very well-known uh, people and stories. I mean, that's inspiring, man. The fact you let them come on, share their stories, props to you. And for anyone listening to this, I'll put the link to the podcast in the description below. So definitely go check it out for Sam, because that's incredible, man. And, and well done to you. Um, the last question we always like to ask everyone are we? Are you? Are you going to go out there and play again? Are we going to get to see you again? The 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 I Sam hope. trilogy. Yeah, mate. They should. They should be a Sam trilogy. I reckon there will be a Sam trilogy <laughs> at some level. Um, you got it, like, mate. I, I can actually say I'm like an OG now, confidently. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, but I don't like to call myself that. But mate, I, I definitely would play again, man. But look, I'm in America now. I could. I'd love to play the US one. That I didn't even think about that. That would be incredible. Yeah, I'd love to put my hand up with CBS and they're just down the road from me. So you never know. You never know, mate. I, wanna, I don't know, but I, I would definitely play it again. And the biggest challenge has probably been away from my fiance, to be honest. She struggled mm. a bit with me being away and um, big uh, big love to her for, for, for allowing me to do that for her, her own peace of mind too. You know, it would have been hard for her to, it's like someone's dead, you know, you don't ever get to speak to them or hear from them or text them. It must be tough. So, yeah, I appreciate that, and I appreciate everyone that's played the game and, and and respect everyone, no matter if you get out first or last. I mean, everyone's having a go. I mean, Jeff Probe, CBS, I hope you're listening, and maybe a blood versus water season, we can get you and your fiance out there, so then they yeah. won't have, she won't have yeah. to be missing you while you're out there. Yeah. You think she'd compete with you? Oh, mate, she'd struggle. She's like as girly as they come. So, oh, I, man. Uh, she, 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 she'd ride to the occasion. Though. She, she's competitive. <laughs> well, Sam, uh, I'll let you go here. I know you got a lot more to do today. Thank you so much for, again, taking time, coming on and speaking with me, man. And uh, hopefully the, the podcasters don't work you too much today and you can get some sleep. Yeah, no, I'll be good, mate. Be good. <laughs> I appreciate you, Randy. Thanks for your time, brother. And uh, enjoy the Midwest. And uh, yeah, hit me up if you're ever in LA, bro. I was just going to say, if I ever make it out there, we'll we'll grab a drink or something, man. Thanks again, Sam. Sounds good. See you.